you know, we'd always kind of thought of ourselves as like progressive and whatever, like alternative or like open-minded. And we talked about this open relationship thing like casually. And then as this writing job started to pick up and I was more like disconnected from the wife, I started to be attracted to other people. And also I kind of had a big head. Hello. Okay. Um, this is a nice room with you guys. By the way, it's nice living with us. Yeah, rooming with you. It was fun, right? Yeah, that's the most comfortable night of sleep I've gotten in like two weeks. Why? Because I've been going from like a rental house, rental apartment to like a hotel somewhere. You sleep well in the? Not this one. It's just not that great. Plus the the light, the the noise comes in right as soon as the traffic starts. Yeah. So it just wasn't good. That's why I figured you should take the bed last night. Yeah. I just had a feeling. I was like, oh, he travels so much. Fucking have a good night's sleep. God, I needed it. I slept good, too. I was tired, though. I'm on East Coast time. So. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> here's uh, today's episode. is the Andy Haynes. You don't know. Maybe you do know him. I know that name. He's a comic. Sure. Mm-hmm. He used to be in New York. I think he's like a eight, nine-year comic, maybe. Okay. Um. But he had this open relationship that did not work. I wanted to get somebody that had one that didn't work out. I, I, don't, well. I don't think they do work out. <laughs> yeah. Who's had, have you ever had someone that's had worked out? Like, oh, Mine it's, worked out. You're divorced. You're divorced. Yeah, but, it didn't work out. But all your other relationships. So I can, what? It worked out. It was a long relationship. It was my best one. No, Wait, working wor- out means it's working forever. It's present tense, working. Oh, yeah. It's, for, it's, it's working, forever? not worked out. Yeah. Working out means yeah. it's presently working out. No. Well, then who has a good relationship like that? You. You're yeah. the only one who has one like that. No one else even has one that's worked out. I. Both my brothers, my parents. Have one that worked out? Yeah. Knock Your on parents, wood. maybe. Your brother's too early to tell. My, my one brother's been married for like 15 years. Oh, really? 16 years. So the only way it could definitely work out is, is so if his wife dies, then it's like, Jesus. Cool, it worked out. Then it worked out. Knock on wood. Otherwise, you got to wait till it's till they're No, dead. what if they're still like just together and having sex with other people? That would be. I'm sure there oh, are right, people right, who's right. like, who like, oh no, I, you know, we. I mean, maybe. Yeah, but that's my point. I don't think that could work out. I think as a dude, eventually yeah. you're going to lose your shit if, you're, if oh. the girl that you love is getting boned by somebody else. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I could. I could never do it. If I mean, a girl I, could, I know even likes somebody else, yeah. I'm like, get out of my life, whore. <laughs> like <laughs> she doesn't even have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in The Sopranos when Christopher Maltus. Remember when Adriana <laughs> tells Christopher that she blew Penn and Teller in Atlantic <laughs> City like ten years before they even met, and he just smacks her and kicks her out. <laughs> 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 like, he can't believe that she was an actual human, human before, before they ever met. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Penn and Teller. No, it was one of them. Oh. Penn. <laughs> it was so great. His eyes just went to guinea rage. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him no, be weird. Wouldn't. He wouldn't make any noise. I don't. I, it, might, it must be. There must be people who's. I don't know. It's, I, I, the it's one thing. So, but most people that we know, every one of their monogamous relationships have not worked out. Oh, uh, yeah, that's also. Yeah, that's true. true. I mean, I wouldn't consider. Yeah, relation. My relationship is working because we're in it right yeah. now. Yeah, right now. Yeah, and it's been forever. It's been a while. 
Yeah. It's been a while. It's great. But yeah, open, open, I don't know. I mean, he's in it and he's... No, he's done with it. He's done with it. He tried it. He was talking about one that he just got done with. How long did he last? He got married. (gasps) Well, it lasted uh, a a bunch of years and then they got married and they tried this open marriage Mm -mm. and it didn't last much longer after that. It got weird. Yeah. I would assume it would have to. Yeah. It doesn't have to. I think it does. You know, I think it's one of those weird things. It, like logically, you would think you could work it out. That if emotionally, you, you know, if you can go into it thinking it will work out, it yeah. thinks like it should be able to work out if you both agree yeah. to it. But I think there's something in our human DNA that gets. Maybe. I feel like. I don't know that many people would try it. Yeah, I could. And you definitely have to try more. I than have once. a better. I have a way better, and I'm positive this. Uh, area of my brain to separate like sex from love completely yeah. than than you know my wife does but yeah if i was to meet someone who could compartmentalize that as well as i could i yeah. don't i think i could maybe handle... maybe you but could tracy handle that no but or that's not, I, not with but someone no, but who a could girl version right of that. If i found a girl version of that who is like or how about this i just got it's like a massage fucked. right it was great like my gay friends here right. they used to have they were to get like they if like the, the guy came over who was like the guy to fix the sink and he was like really hot and gay and like they did the thing where they hit on him. It was cool if he blew him. Wow. The other yeah. one was like, yeah, that was that's great. I mean, like you had a great time today. I'm happy for you. Yeah, but it let me take away away from what we have. But okay, but what if Tracy did that? What if Tracy was like, you know, my I would murder my her. my my, yeah. my personal trainer with the fucking. That's packing no. nine soft. No, but that's... You would lose your shit, yeah, right? I picked her for that reason. Correct. But if I was to go back and do it again, I'm not saying I would do it again, but I'm saying like if I could pick If you ran into someone like and that. And I found someone that could compartmentalize that area of sex in their brain. Lawrence, Lawrence had a okay. girlfriend that said like if you, porn was cheating. She wouldn't let him watch no, porn. Oh, crazy God. Right, I know, but, but I'm saying that's just levels of it. It's like, uh, well, that's too far. But to her, she, he's watching porn. She's like, why would you need this? Okay, but this is what I'm still trying to figure out in your brain, Steve. You said you could compartmentalize it, right? Yeah, Yeah. I could totally – and I'm sure a lot of dudes can totally fuck someone and be like, I don't even remember what her name was. Right. No, 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 no. But I think that's only half the equation. What I'm asking you is you say you can compartmentalize it for you, but could you compartmentalize that for your wife? You said like if you were – Yes, I see what you're saying. For you not to work with them. Like could you just go, oh, yeah, she just had sex with some other dude. It's just sex. If I believed, here's what I'm saying. If I believe that she, she wasn't going to leave you, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was just something. The way I do it, it's like the way you could just have the ability to just go. That was just like a good time for a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then and not have it be something that comes into your relationship or or causes a problem. Right. Then it's like you know. Could you do it though? I don't know. I I couldn't. Maybe. Maybe like. Yusuf does it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, I don't care. It's what she does at work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer for that not to be the case, but if it if you're the kind of per- I mean, I'm just saying that. I think the possibility for it to be successful is out there because I'm sure there are people that can do that. Yeah. You would think. There, cause there's a million different types of people, a billion different types of people. You would think. It could work. Yeah. yeah. People, people get more into it. It's like, I don't know. It's just a fucking need. Who cares? Like a massage. So if there's anyone listening that isn't it, they should contact you. <laughs> because then you can interview a successful person. Oh, right, right, it. right. Someone who's been going on for five, ten years. Yeah, not that you can fuck them. Right. Oh, right, right, But right. also you 
I mean, right, as an interview, as a host of a podcast, Ari Shapiro's would be interested. Uh, I um, uh, I'm just going to pause this for a second, like in the middle of the interview. I'm going to jerk off in front of you. Have you ever fucked anyone based off the podcast? What do you mean? Like that you didn't know before you did the podcast and then it was like turned into something sexual. Like a guest? Yeah. No. 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 I've, I've had people on the podcast I've already done it with. What was his name? Billy Bob, and I appreciate you not joking about what we have. No, I know that. Yeah, I mean, but never, never that end of relationship built off of like something that you did here. So, like, we did the podcast, then it was like, oh, I'll walk yeah, like, oh, the I had train, a good, t- yeah. And you're like, well, let's go on sometime. Like, not even like I know you had, like, what was that one you had the hooker on? Uh huh. Yeah, it we never like, did anything. You never did anything with uh-huh. her. Like, even these comedians, sometimes you're like, oh, I think you had like a comedian on the road that was a girl that like. Kathleen, something maybe. had happened to her, but you were like, "You're just an interesting story. I don't really know you. Like, nothing ever happened with her or anything like that." No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Hmm. Oh, Justy, she cut herself. Jeez. That girl, no, yeah, uh, uh-uh. Kathleen, just I'm just friends with. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever fuck a listener based off of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's like, it. yeah, 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 yeah. What's that great. like? It's pretty much the same as every other kind of sex. Nah, <laughs> Just, uh, uh, I have a podcast, too, if anybody's listening. It's called Good Times. And if <laughs> there's any girls that uh, <laughs> will be described as, uh, you know, cute. <laughs> I haven't seen her there. I don't know. I get to know you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, so anyway, we're going to talk to Andy Haynes about uh, about this uh, this thing he's in, and then after I'm going to do an outro with you guys in a second. I'm going to tell you who's on next week because you'll be interested. Oh, cool! But I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the House of Comedy this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Rick Brunson's House of Comedy at the Mall of America, and then my China dates are going up on my website. Cool. And I got Chicago at the end of August, just for last in Montreal in September. I mean, if in July. And then I don't know. What do you Why don't you think? ever, you don't go in order at all? It's just August, September, July. As I remember things, there's not a lot. June. There's a lot of China dates, but I need to get them all. Dude, you need to get that visa. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. not getting this in China. Getting what? There's no one in China is listening <laughs> to this. That's a great point. Not one a great point. person there's a couple, in China. There's, a couple, there's, there's a nobody. I've had people say, no, like, when are you coming? Because I'm interested. They bring it in, but they're sneaking it. They're listening. No, it's I'm, not blocked. <laughs> it's not blocked. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? That was what your China. What are you doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. They were very explicit with me. You cannot bring drugs. Yeah, you're going to go to jail. Like, we have an offer, but before we give it to you, you cannot bring drugs to it. Now. Are you, you going to try? Don't. No, but I'm gonna, on the plane, I'm going to take edibles for the plane. Yeah, it's a long and flight. i finish them all. It's 14 hours, Simone. It's a long flight. Yeah. It's 14 hours. Yeah. Give me that. I'm doing Just that tonight. Red eye. Cheap at you. Jiba, oh, I took what I really thought of getting the stewardess to get me a, like a Slurpee or a slushy. <laughs> she was like, "What do you have? I'm like, do you have something like a like a bre- raspberry or blue raspberry like slushy?" That's so kind? awesome. She has a tray like, of water, what? Coke, and Diet Coke. Because they you have, have like a Chianti Slurpee, like a Slurpee with alcohol in it, but flavored like a pomegranate. <laughs> It's because they have the exotic flavors. They have like apple juice, stuff you wouldn't normally have. Apple <laughs> juice. Ginger ale. You don't get that at restaurants. But then you start thinking about different Bloody things. Bloody Mary mix. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want. Oh, that'd be so great. Slurpee. Slushy of some sort. Yeah, you can't get that. 
Are you guys going to be anywhere big coming up? Simone, you've got a gig in SoCal, don't you? Uh, yeah, Brea Improv, the 21st of May. May. The Brea Improv, 21st of May. Check out Simone. No, Steve is funny. AwesomeSteve.com. AwesomeSteve.com. Yeah, my uh, podcast is called Good Times. Check that out. I'm in Pittsburgh this weekend, Pittsburgh Improv. And then the weekend... The only thing oh, I know about Pittsburgh shit. is that Joe Rogan said it smelled like suicide. <laughs> <laughs> he said that? Yeah. It smells like suicide here. <laughs> I, uh, I, um, and then where am I going? Oh, I'm Philly. Helium. Philly. Philly Helium. Nice. Philly Helium. The second, first week in June, I think. And the nice. DC Improv in June as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to go to London for two weeks. Try comedy in London. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Good for you. Yeah. I want to do next year what a little like Scotland London tour because yeah. yeah. they have the show over there now and they do it's like year four for them having yeah, the show. Try it, so yeah. try it. Why not? Yeah, see what it's like. And Australia just got the show too. So Oof. oh, it's gonna be game over there. They yeah. love football. They yeah. love football. American there. football. Yes. Oh they boy. They have an Australian football league. Wow. Yeah. They say there's all these Aborigines who they recruited <laughs> to start playing. Recruited. Yeah. Like, or of Australia captured, of oh, <laughs> and uh, and they said a lot of them, not shockingly, excel, <laughs> just dominate the sport. But then after like two years, they just walk away. They're like, nah, I'd rather just walk the earth. That's Perfect. So like, cool. we'll give you less extra money. They're like, can't nah. help me what I'm doing. I just need a stick. That's so cool. Yeah. So let's do the outro. But f- but first, let's wrap up the intro. So thank you, Steve Simone. <laughs> Uh, you can stevewho.com. Is that your website? No. SteveRenazizi.com. Steve who? That's they my production to... company. Oh. SteveRenazizi.com? Yeah. SteveRenazizi.com. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So episode 166. <laughs> uh, open and shut with Andy Haynes. Um, and then, all right. And then we'll be doing There we go. Andy Haynes. Ari Shafir. How are you? Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's the, um, it's a, you've never lived in New York, right? Well, I don't know why no, I always thought yeah. of you as a New Yorker. You did? Yeah, I lived in New York for four years. Oh, okay. I moved from Seattle to New York and... And then here? Yeah. How long have you been here? A uh, little more than two years. Like two and a half okay. years. Okay. Uh, that's definitely why I thought of you as a New Yorker. Yeah. Um, it's still freezing in New York. Is it? Yeah. Fuck that place. Yeah. It's gotten up to like 65. It's like a high. Yeah. But there's nothing like this yet. I I really love like the idea of what New York could be, but mm-hmm. uh, for most of us, it's a shithole and it's really miserable to live there. What do you mean? What it could be and what it is? Like it's like it's like the equivalent of like if everybody was moving to L.A. with the idea that they were gonna like live in the Palisades. Oh and, right, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you go socialize in the Palisades, and like half your friends live in the Palisades, and the best restaurants are in the Palisades. But then everybody lives in East L.A. and they treat it like you know what I mean. Like yeah, like Long Island City is not really Manhattan. No, not so, at all. Mike Lawrence lives with three other people. And he's been on television multiple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I asked him when he's, he's going to move here. I asked him when he's doing his apartment. He goes, I mean, there's three other roommates. You're welcome to, like, get in there. And I was like, oh, fuck. No, fuck that. We're adults. Yeah. The problem is on Friends, it looks like these gorgeous, awesome apartments with decks. <laughs> 
Only one of those guys had any money. Only Schwimmer had any money. I think the friend's apartment, somebody like did a study and they quoted that it would be like $8,000 a month. I, I could see that. Eight grand a month. Eight yeah. grand a month or something like that. Yeah. There was no there was no doorman, I don't think. And Phoebe was like a hipster somehow <laughs> that afforded that. Yeah. The one chick worked at like Bloomingdale's. Yeah. The one that married Brad Pitt. Joey was a failing actor. <laughs> Schwimmer was like had a real job as a PhD, but that's it. He was like the Josh Radner... Which yes, is the guy like from... Yeah. yeah, he was the architect. Yeah, how did they live there? Yeah, where did those people live? Was that San Francisco? Was that New York? That's New York, too. And they had pretty nice places. They had pretty nice... Although they have roommates, I think. Yeah, they each have... And their apartment is, like, more, like, realistically more sized. But if you're living in New York and you're listening Seinfeld to this right would, now, yeah. you probably live in Queens or Brooklyn. I mean, I don't... I lived in the Lower East Side for one year. Me, too. I loved it. And I loved it, but... Um, the ceiling of my apartment fell out. Uh, there was a room in my... What? Like, it, like uh, the bathroom. Like, the ceiling in the bathroom, like, fell out. Because it was, like, Chinatown. What did it fell out? Like, it rotted because this, the unit above us, like, let their bathtub run or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. all the water. And then one day, we, like, walked into our bathroom, and the whole ceiling had fallen into the tub. And it was, like, a decent place. But then they didn't fix it for a couple months, so we just stopped paying rent and then eventually moved out. Wow. But that was like... They just didn't fix it. Yeah, they kept on saying they were going to fix it, and then Fucking they would landlords. do like... they do all that shit. They're like, oh, we'll get to it soon. They didn't fix my toilet for like six months. Right? Is the that here? Like, we'll get to it. Yeah, here. And I'm yeah. like, dude, if it was your toilet, you'd fucking fix it. You can, uh, you can stop paying rent. Yeah. That's but I, I mean, eventually. who really wants to fucking deal with that? Or like they didn't have my hot water fixed, and the only way I'd get them to fix it is say, okay, just so you know, you have, I'm going to buy a new hot water tank at regular cost I'm not going to try to save it all yeah and I will include the receipt with my, in, in lieu of my rent for the next month or two depending on how much <laughs> it is and then they fixed it immediately yeah yeah we called uh, I live 311 with, um, what you called 311 or whatever that no, whatever no the no no is. I, I called uh, you know I, I live with um, you know who I live with my girlfriend and uh, the um, uh, we like her sister got like a pretty bad staph infection Really? Yeah, and then like, what, um, was she playing football on turf? No, I think it was LA Fitness. Oh, yeah. uh, but anyways, we like we were like, hey, you need to clean the apartment because, like, you've never cleaned it, and there's all these issues with it. And so we said like there might even be like we referenced that there might even be like legal recourse. And the second that we did that, the guy was like on the phone like about to cry, like he was like <laughs> losing his fucking mind. You um, just like fix shit, man. That's yeah. your job. Yeah, you're a fucking. If shit goes wrong. You got to fix it. Yeah, it's really fucking annoying. They view it as like it's coming out of their pocket. Or like you're asking a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, it's what the fuck? Like, what the fuck what? You <laughs> bought a shitty plastic toilet and it's broken now. <laughs> I'm moving out of my place. Did you leave because of the girl? What? Did you move out of that place because of the girl or did you move here with her? Your girlfriend? Uh, no, no. I'm. Yeah, well, yeah. So that was in the Lower East Side and then I started... Um, like my ex-wife Alice I started spending every night in uh, she's still my wife I'm not even my ex-wife oh really I have to get divorced yeah it's so b- bad being like a stoner that needs to get divorced <laughs> yeah because you have to like fill out this pile of paperwork I had my ex-wife just do it for me just fill it out for me I was yeah. on the road I was like just forge my name Nobody well my knows. ex-wife is fucking doesn't give a shit and uh, she even was like she said to me at one point like what if we just don't get a divorce because like, of laziness? Yeah, it was just yeah. laziness. And I was like, you think I'm going to do fucking taxes with you once a year? Oh, right. I'll fucking murder you. 
Um, <laughs> do you have to file them jointly, or can't you just say I'm married and save I money? I think we could file them separately. I should probably look into that. What but you could save money by you can't government. Why would you give them any extra? Because I, I don't ever want to like talk to her. Like I like you know like I want to right now like be like you're a dumb bitch, but I yeah. can't because I know that I have to like go sit in an office with her mm, and yeah. deal with paperwork. So I want to be able to say that you're a dumb bitch. So um, you, don't, you don't get along with her at all. It's not that I don't get along with her. It's just that I uh, I don't really uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I don't get along with her. I, I think I just think she's kind of like. A, a grown-up child, you know, like she's yeah. she's just dumb. I don't want to be her friend. Yeah, when girls sometimes when they go like, "Let's be friends" after a breakup, yeah, they almost want to be like, "Why? What would we do as what are friends?" Talking about. Which, sometimes I get it, but sometimes like, I think it would be just as awkward with a guy friend if we like fucked for like five months and then we were like, "Hey, let's just be friends again." Yeah, <laughs> like you'd be <laughs> like history there. Why would we do that? You know what Benji told me though. Because we have a girl who's like friends with us around here, and he had, had sex with her. I was yeah. like, oh, really? I always wanted to have sex with her. And then he goes, like, I think just doing it with a girl that you're friends, just get it out of the way. It, yeah. it helps your friendship, just doing it once. Because at least you're not, not like, come on. You're not like uh, waiting for it and hoping it'll yeah. turn into that. I have a couple friends that are girls that I've slept with, but most of them there's like this weird power dynamic where it's like either they still like me yeah. or... You like them. I still have a little bit of a, you know, there's some irons yeah. burning or whatever. What do you call that? Irons in the fire? Some Something bullshit like that. Like that. But the fire still burnt? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's girls, there's only one girl that I'm really good friends with that I fucked. And, uh, and you're cool now? Because, yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Just like we did it one night. It's like, oh, neither one of us want, you know, it should be just continued staying friends. We just got horny. Yeah. There's a couple, you know, out there that are, but it's like, it's so often that somebody like enters that agreement, but they want, they want something so much more and they just do it so that they can have like, you know what I mean? It's like Columbia house records. It's like, you never planned on subscribing. You just wanted the 12. You just wanted the 12 CDs. Dude, we used to steal so many of those. Yeah. I worked at a desk at University of Maryland that we, we logged in packages. That was our, one of our jobs. University of Maryland? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, um, once we realized we were the ones logging it in, we would just order it to like bathrooms. And we were like, we'd all just know, like, who's Mrs. Fish? And then someone would be like, oh, that's mine. We just kept getting them over and over again with no repercussions. Are you from that area? Uh-huh. Where are you from? Silver Spring. Are you? I lived in D.C. for two years. My dad lives, like, in Odenton and, like, uh, lived in that. Annapolis. Okay. So, I have Annapolis is clan country. It's what? Clan country. It's fucking weird. I hate it. It's like it's old it's southern capital. money. It's shitty. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, so hold on. Before we get into this, I want to try to... Oh, you're gonna, there's going to be a bunch of hot girls that pass by here. Yeah. Sunset's pretty good about that. They look like Tom Arnold. Oh, what? They look like Tom Arnold driving back there. But I don't oh. think it was, because I don't think Tom Arnold drives an old sob. <laughs> if he was going broke, I don't know how that make me feel, good or bad. If he had, like, had to drive some used he's had like a, He's had like a nice little uh, renaissance. Way more than he should, like, career-wise. Wait, before we get into this... Tell me your Twitter address and any big dates you have coming up because I don't I don't like to do them at the end anymore. Uh, it's to it. at I'm Andy Haynes. I am Andy Haynes. I'm. I am. No apostrophe. Yeah, the letter I and the letter M and then yeah. uh, Andy Haynes. H a y n e s. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to be at the Seattle Comedy Underground May first through third. It's never going to get there in time for that. Okay. What about later in May? Uh, Bridgetown. 
I'll be at Bridgetown. Yeah. Oh, my album's coming out. That's like the there most important There you go. Thing. That's a big one. May 13th, Greatest Hits, Andy Haynes. Greatest Hits? Yeah. Wh- wh- why? Just because it was a dumb name. Okay. I was going to call it like $1,000 Cake because I have a joke about that. That should be everyone's first album's Greatest Hits because yeah. it really is at that point. It is like, your Greatest Hits. 10 yeah. years or whatever you're in. Like, this is the best I got. I'm nine in and that's like exactly what it was. It was like my... It's, What's the jokes. oldest one you have in there? Like the, the, like with a, the beginning of a joke. What? How long was like since the beginning of one? There's a how. What's the oldest joke yeah. on the CD? Even if you've gotten it better since then, but like how long ago did you start? It's probably two thousand eight. Was a joke. There's a joke. Like my first big bit. Yeah. That had like parts and moving pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like two thousand eight, and that's in there. Yeah, that yeah. might. I don't know if they closed with that, but they might. The stuff you have in the first like the like first year or two, like nobody uses that shit. It's all garb. I mean, yeah. it doesn't even like reflect who you are, unless you're like a lucky motherfucker, like one of these kids who shows up and just knows who they are. Or Chris Tucker was like that. Rogan told me I, I was going through my first rut uh-huh. on stage, and he was like, "Dude, your first few years, like I don't use anything. I've used my first few years. Yeah, it's just to get good on stage." Yeah, I think that my first big development was like becoming comfortable with bombing. Yeah, yeah. and that was like. Probably about that three-year mark, that rut where I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Yeah. And then just being like, "Well, I-, I should get used to this." So then I did that. Yeah. Why is there a comedy store van? Where does that go? It's uh, the fix-it guy Juan Carlos. He like goes and picks shit up, frames for the frames that have oh, been okay. smashed. Every time a comic gets mad, another comic it smashes one of the frames on the wall, <laughs> um, which I've done many times. Really? Oh yeah. When you're frustrated about not getting spots and stuff. Yeah. Smashy, smashy. <laughs> and you don't get banned? Nah. We run this place. It's really That's not beautiful. about that. I mean, if you do it right in front of... You would have to do it in front of Mitzi. Even a manager would be like, oh, you're paying for that. Yeah. But, like, they wouldn't really care. Yeah. I beat up Bobby Lee three times. I didn't get banned until after the third time. <laughs> really? Yeah. They were like, can you please ban him? He keeps beating me up at, at, at the office, pretty much. <laughs> and then finally... Why did like, you beat him up? Heartbreak over some chick. Oh, really? Yeah fucking shit man women they're horrible it's not i feel like it's just they get us so hard that they have this control over us it's a bizarre like i don't know i we're very immature i think as like a social group dudes Dudes, but like especially male comics yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. and uh you know we have like very short short vision short sight i don't know what do you mean like, we're just like, ah, oh, this is my girl. Like, it's great. But, like, you can't even think, like, what three weeks away will be like. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that they're, like, a cokehead or something like that. You're like, it's different. And then they're, like, fucking. She's really cool, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, could you imagine? I don't. In movies sometimes, like, a guy will, like, tell his buddies who be like, I think I'm really in love. Like, do you think you could ever picture yourself telling your telling group your of friends? friends? No way. <laughs> yeah. No, you just do it. You just, you just like, you tell her eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no way. That's right. You can never tell your guy friends that. You're never be like, we're in love. I think I'm actually in love. Yeah, you would never do that. No. Because they'd be like, dude, we all fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with the comedy world a little bit. Like, some people go around, go around. Well, it's really unfair. I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this at all, but uh, we're kind of Eskimo bros right now. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, it's, like, so unfair because, like, as guy comics, like, we think that we should just get to, like, spread our scenes like Genghis Khan. <laughs> and then a girl does it, and we're like, get out of here, you, you trifling whore. Yeah, but it's like, whatever. Some shit happened in the past. What's the difference? Yeah. You don't care, do you? 
No. I mean, we're adults. Yeah. It's like, and also like I, you know, what? No, I don't care. I mean, That's I get, true. I get butt hurt about like revelation. Yeah. But then I'm like, that's eh, whatever. Is it better finding out from the person, or is it better finding out from randomly? Uh, it kind of depends. It like depends on how you find out. Like, uh, I found out about some of this stuff by like another girl hating on my girlfriend Ugh. and being like, she's kind of been with a lot, you know what I mean? And I, that was like kind of a bummer. But yeah. then when I like talked to her about it, it was chill. But and that first moment when that girl told me, I was like, oh, this is not good. Well, it's what it's but it's another comic. You go like, are they going to try to throw it in my face and try to? Because you know how we bust balls so hard. Well, I think the worst possible thing was was the yeah. conversation I had was because we're all in the comedy world. I just need to know comics, right? So that it's not like one day like Burt Kreischer walks up to me and slaps <laughs> me on, you know what I mean, or something like that. And like, yeah. you got a nice little girl. I remember a time in Tampa with her. You know, so you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs> That'd be a horrible thing to do. Yeah. And there's some guys that would like revel in it. Yeah, I know? guess so. Would they? I think Jeselnik fucked my ex-wife. Really? Yeah. When? While? while no, you guys... recently. Is she a comic? Yeah. Wait, okay. We don't need to say her name, but she's a comedic actress. More, She does more stuff on television as an actor I'm talking head. I'm asking my too. What? I'm asking my brother the Jeselnik too. Yeah, I, uh, I think Eskimo we're all... We all we're are. all Eskimo <laughs> bros. Yeah. I think the only ones you're not like Eskimo bros with are like gays and mormons or yeah. whatever you know people you meet as their yeah exactly people have married the whole time so what ha- okay hold on I, I here's why i wanted to have you in because i've talked about open relationships a lot yeah but i had one a marriage yeah that was open for like four years uh-huh. almost and i think it's a success story yeah that's a lo- longest, that's a good yeah. yeah my longest relationship by far yeah we just eventually fizzled out but like no hard feelings at all and it was just like it was great but i also like to get both sides of every topic you know i i don't think open relationships are like bad like i wouldn't be like that's a dumb idea Mm -hmm. i think though that you have to like first of all you have to do a lot of work to be like the communication has to be really on point you have to be like really of like minds and in a good place is what it felt like right um and then also i think you have to be looking for something that isn't necessarily traditional right Right, definitely not traditional. Um, so I'll tell you, do you want to know just what happened and then we can go into it? Yeah, sure. Um, I got married to a girl. Um, I got married to a girl who I'd been, I, I got engaged after a year. We met in the New York kind of comedy scene. Okay. Um, she had dated another comic, but wasn't serious. And then we got like really hot and heavy. Got engaged at a year on our year anniversary of dating. That's long enough. And um, that's not too fast at all. Yeah, we were living together, and then we got married in a Brooklyn courthouse like a couple months later, just so that we could get insurance. And then had a big marriage this last February, not 2014, 2013. Okay. Had like a big thirty thousand dollar like friends from Jesus. All yeah, huge. Your parents rich or hers? No, uh, her. Both parents are okay, but it was mainly her money. She booked like five commercials, okay, and like spent like half. She booked paid for like half the, the wedding herself. Wow, really? What yeah. a waste of money! Yes, I mean it was a great party. Like I don't even I don't okay, even feel but, bad about the divorce because that party was so fun. Really? All right, it was well, great. That's fine. But uh, why? Why was it so great? It was just like we had this whole resort in Palm Springs and just like booze and food and drugs and the best people I loved. Right, that's and nice. That's how cool, weddings should be: tub, drugs like, and booze and just like guys, let's just party like yeah. in Braveheart. It was really, really fun. 
And then, um, and then what? We uh, so then we were, you know, and this wasn't open yet. Nope. Okay. But we kind of talked about it because you know, like we're NPR listening, uh, occasionally cocaine doing type of people. You know, like we're like we're on the we're on yeah. the verge of coke oh. and sex. Really, just goes hand in hand, right? Coke and random sex. I mean, I haven't done enough coke, but it seems like it would be great for it. Yeah, I'm sober. I don't drink alcohol, so that really changes. I think my relationship with cocaine. I've only done it once, and I did it like How? in between smoking weed. How long have you been sober? Four years. Booze sober. Yeah, booze sober. Smoke weed all the time. And coke was sometimes. Coke, I did it once. Okay. And but it seems like it would have been great. Yeah. But you know, like I think, um, I think coke is probably like really great with alcohol. But yeah. with pot, it's kind of like, duh. Like, it's like not that great. Cancel like, each other out, right? Yeah, kind of. You're just like, wow, I feel like kind of energetic. Like, you know, <laughs> um, I've done it twice. I'm scared of it. I, just because girls have talked me into it, like, it would have meant, like. I'm afraid to see what sex would be like on it. Oh, really? I mean, it seems like it'd be great, but it seems like also might you, like, just, like, might start killing the lady with your dick and then like not even realize it until it's like the crushing this they're all so full of like seven confidence so i could see them going like i'm awesome at sex and then have a girl what was that (laughs) he just plowed me for like five minutes and then i think plowing is like whenever you're in plow plow town (laughs) yeah you are not doing like if you're like smashing it if you hear a lot of like slapping yeah you're not doing good maybe not i don't know that is what they taught us when we were little (laughs) society you gotta plow it. Yeah, you gotta plow it. Yeah. You gotta plow it. Then that later field. you're like, oh no, girls like you don't have to do it like that. No, you gotta. There's <laughs> it. Uh, probably not even sex is what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so so yeah. So we got married, and um, I was having a good year. Like a week after I got married, I went and did uh, my half hour. Oh, cool. And then um, got this writing job, and so things were looking pretty good. But I don't. I think that I kind of realized right around that oh I also started antidepressants yeah but um you know we'd always kind of thought of ourselves as like progressive and whatever like alternative or like open minded and we talked about this open relationship thing like casually and then as this writing job started to pick up and I was more like disconnected from the wife I started to be attracted to other people and also I kind of had a big head because I was like oh look at me I'm a TV writer I just did a half hour so now you're starting to put yourself in a category of like I can get better girls or I can get more or girls. Or I can just get more girls. Right. And for the first time. For the first time, yeah. And also, I'm on antidepressants, so it's like also the first time I've ever had confidence in my life. You're happy now? I'm happy. You were working? What'd you take? What were you on? Uh, Venlafaxine. I still take it. Venlafaxine. It it's a Fexer is the, okay. is the commercial name. Um, but my wife didn't like that necessarily because I, I think that our relationship had been really set up to like the first two years of our relationship it all been about us both being crazy people and in crisis and kind of constantly doubting our careers and yeah, it's weird when a com- when one comic is doing better than another comic oh and I mean she was like we started dating right when I did Fallon in Montreal okay. like it was a month where I did those two and I was on top of the world and then I didn't work again for two years and in that two years she booked like four commercials and a TV show and oh wow um Hot chubby girl, um, <laughs> yeah. Change the relationship. If she if she's like a really good accountant, it doesn't matter as much. No, but when you when they're doing the same thing you're doing and they're doing better than you, I've seen a bunch of comics have that problem. I mean, I don't really like with that. It was like it it, it was a little bit better that it was just commercials. But um, I think one big thing was like 
she was still kind of miserable even though she had all this money and didn't have to work anymore she was like constantly kind of in a state of um crisis or whatever she was like you know like in new york it was like i'm always late for this audition and the train and the fucking oh. bridge and the weather and my hair and i forgot this and my bike's locked and whatever she and liked then, being like that i bet some people like being like that and then what and then she moved to new york and it was the same th- or to la and it was the same thing it just like changed the subway over for a car always in traffic and just constantly and Into i the think world. Yeah, end of the world and very much like talk shit about this other girl comic. And there was just like a lot of stuff that I'd been fine with. And then all of a sudden I got on these antidepressants and I was like, hey, we don't need to be upset all the time. Like, shit's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Like, we live in LA in Silver Lake. We have like this awesome First house. World country. Yeah. We're like both working in show business. Like, and she really thought that like every time I said like chill out, it was like me saying like you aren't allowed to have your feelings. Oh. And then, anyway, so this all set up that around August, I had been kind of hitting on girls outside of my marriage, but not cheating on her, but just, just hitting like on hitting girls. on her and like hanging out with one of the stars of the TV show I write for. What show like, was it? Uh, Ground Floor. There's Is that a Louis hot Scovel's one? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. There's a hot girl on it that we would smoke weed and hang out, and like I really liked her, but in a, I wanted to plow her. Yeah. Um, but you weren't going to. Or you hadn't decided fully yet? I, I think that if she would have thrown it at me, I probably would have. But I had um, a friend when I went on the road, when I first started going on the road, yeah. like San Diego runs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, this guy was like, he, he lived with his, with his girlfriend for like eight years. Yeah. And I was like, do you cheat at all? I was still trying to figure out LA, what people did relationship-wise. Oddly, Dice was like, had the most stable relationship of anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he goes, no, I don't cheat at all. I mean, it goes, if I get raped on the road, that's different. And I laughed. But then yeah. I realized what, what that meant. Yeah, yeah. Some girls like... Hey, what are you doing? Let's go back to your hotel room. Yeah. That means raped. Yeah, and... So if she threw it out, you would have gone for it. Yeah, and I also... Let me say this. Yeah? If I could go back in time, I would have just cheated on my wife. I think that that would have been a much more... But I also, I'll yeah. say this. I, I'm really glad I'm not in that relationship anymore. Because you can't, like, get a divorce from somebody and then be like... I don't know. I think it's hard to keep the idea that you could have... Whatever. Fix stuff? Don't, what do you mean? I just think we weren't meant for each other. I don't think we were ever very in love, but we, that all came out later. It's how old were you? When you got married? Thirty. Oh, well, that's old enough. Thirty. Okay. Yeah. Just like when twenty-one-year-olds get married, like you don't know shit. Yeah, and I think I still didn't know shit. I mean, I think I'm just start. I was a fucking mess for so many years. I've also been stoned for like twelve years. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah. So we were like both kind of checked out of the relationship and then we got in this fucking huge fight and then like two weeks later we just like both woke up like one Saturday morning it was like 6am we're like laying in bed and I had kind of like thrown out the like more recently because I'm hanging out with this girl I'm like maybe we should try this open thing because you had in mind like that would let me do this thing and then she just dropped it like it was like early in the morning she was just like hey I was thinking about it and I think we should try to do this open relationship thing wow now before you even start my advice, because Dan Mintz asked me about it when I got married. Yeah. And he was like, can you do that? And I could tell he wasn't in a great relationship at the time. And yeah. I was like, dude, I think you got to start the relationship that way. I don't yeah. think you can back into it. No, 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 no. But let's hear. So, yeah. So, uh, and I didn't even, it, the funny thing is I didn't even have like red flags. Like I wasn't even like, why is she asking this now? It was just like. You brought it up and she said, okay. Or no, I had been bringing it up kind of jokingly half like, eh, maybe. See if she takes the bait on the joke. And then, um. Yeah, exactly. See if she takes the bait. And then she, like, bought the fucking manual 
on open relationships. You know, like the um, what's it called, uh, the ethical slut and things like that that are like specifically like how is that a book? Yeah. Okay, I've heard of like it, people in um, open relationships. Like you know, I, I like to call them sex nerds. Um, sex nerds. <laughs> you know, people that are like I mean, you know, just whatever. Like sex nerds. Like people that. Sex nerds are like if you're like if you're like a certain sexuality and you call yourself like another sexuality like but it's like you're not willing to do a sex change if you're like yeah. I'm a boy but I just wear boys like any of that like destructing sex stuff just seems like sex nerd stuff to me like <laughs> you you have too much free time if you can like break down your gender identity um, and I don't mean that like to take away from people who <laughs> yeah whatever my sister's transgender it's fine like i'm not diminishing what you have except i am because i have no (laughs) relate i don't relate to it at all uh but anyways yeah so um so then like we're in the mode it's like she proposes it and i was like there should be some rules and she kind of brushed them off what do you mean brush off the rules yeah she kind of brushed like i was like we shouldn't fuck people in la in la because whole city because i felt like that, what, how were you going to do it with, that, with the girl you liked? That's the thing is like I, What I said to her is like We shouldn't fuck people in LA When we're in LA together Like I, I don't want to fuck a girl And then come home And sleep in my wife's bed Right Like that was kind of what I was feeling And We just didn't even talk about it We were just like Okay cool Good talk Now we're in an open relationship And uh, we still were like You didn't really solidify the rules Yeah and then we like Both were kind of like Not very happy with each other But we kind of like Made this loose peace embargo yeah by being like well maybe fucking other people will take away the the, 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 the fact that we're fighting and don't like this. each other yeah and then I just went out and I tried to fuck everybody if you want to f- hear like funny um second like what do you call that like witness uh Steph Simbari was like the first person I put in my like crosshairs and I really? tried so hard to fuck her and did you ever no she wouldn't I'm <laughs> like the only guy that she wouldn't Benji. yeah of course he of course like, yeah, you were friends because we just got it out of the way now we're fine yeah I wanted to I wish she would have for that like period of time that I was single but dude now. about a year and a half ago she still had that young gl- glow on her <laughs> and it was like Jesus and now she's just cute yeah she's uh She's a, uh, she's like a great friend. <laughs> put her in her crosshairs. Yeah, yeah. I, she was in the crosshairs, <laughs> and she had to like take me aside and be like, "Look, we're not fucking. You're radioactive right now." Oh, really? Um, but that was like basic. But like when I started to have like kind of a little bit more of a crisis. Wait, you were, and you were hoping your wife would go out of town, or you were like, "That's not a rule we're going to keep." We just didn't talk about the rules, so eventually I was like, "Fuck the rules," right? Because there weren't any, right? And then, um, anyways, I go to Vegas with the, all the writers for my show. And I'm, like, also, like, I'm just, like, party mode. Like, I'm not really trying with the marriage at this point. And, um... What's trying? Like, I'm just... I'm not, like, trying to be her husband or trying to be close to her or trying to, like, be romantic or sweet or anything. I mean, like, very... She just turned into a roommate at that Kind point? of. You know, like, we, we were just mad at each other. Over what? I think she resented that I thought... That she that I wouldn't let her. I I didn't respect her. I thought she was like a complainer and kind of an asshole because she was like hadn't worked for two years because she'd just been booking, 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 and all these great things were happening for her. And yeah. she was still like, <coughs> she still was like the skies falling and you know like really negative and all this stuff. So I resented her for that, and then she resented me for not letting her have those feelings. 
Right. And then we also weren't really into each other sexually probably by that sex? point. Once a week. Okay. Once every two weeks. And you are two years into your relationship at this point? A year and a half? Almost three. Almost three. Okay. And uh, I wonder if that's normal or not. Once a week. I wonder if that's middle of the road, up or low. It seemed below average. Okay. And then... Um, and then I, I, I got back from Vegas, and she'd been gone for a week, and I didn't really talk to her. She was in New York filming Girl Code. She's on that show. Oh, really? And um, Is she the redhead chick? Yes. That's no, not the, not the red, red. Red hair, oh. like normal, not like red, dye red. Yeah. Um, that's Carly Aquilino. Yeah. Um, she, it's funny because she dumped Chris Stefano <laughs> yeah. and uh, what's the, the blonde girl that's like, uh, she's like a Jersey. Justin May Peluso? Yeah, she yeah. dumped Giannis. Oh, they were going out? Giannis yeah, so me, Giannis, and Chris have all had separate conversations about <laughs> fuck that show. Um, but I have too, but not because of any girl. <laughs> well, we're not even like, talking about the show. Why is this a credit for people? Uh, well, it's it, it, making them a lot of money. It's um, the number one credit in New York. They're on girl code or guy code. That's the number one. Everyone's like, oh. I'm like, what is this? And I'll, I won't say whose name or whatever, but I'll tell you that one of those girls I just mentioned makes, in 15 minutes, she makes... 10 times what I make in 15 minutes than I make in a weekend. Wow. You know what I mean? She makes 15 grand to do 15 minutes. Wow. And the I road? make 1,500 usually to it's do a weekend. Gotta be Carly. Gotta be Carly. She's the number no, one. No, it's Jessa May. Jessa May makes more than Carly? I think so. Or they make the same. They make She's a lot of money. She's a comedian. That's why. Well, they're both not. Who knows? Um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. Uh, Girl code. What do they even do? They just like te- they're like girls. If a guy comes to your house and shits on your couch, he is a loser. Never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember seeing one clip with like Shoals. Like, why everybody's always bringing their girls to the Super Bowl party? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? This, this, <laughs> these things you're saying has never happened to you. Nobody brings their bachelorette party to a Super yeah. Bowl party. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I go to Vegas and uh, come back from Vegas, and she's in New York for this week, and I pick her up from the airport. And we're like, kind of have like, it's been a month now that we've kind of been on the rocks, but things are looking better. And we're like driving home from the airport and I'm like, hey, just so you know, um, I haven't been with anybody yet. Like this open thing, we, we had this talk. I just wanted you to know that nothing's happened so far. How long so after far. the talk? Two, three weeks. Okay. And she goes, I have. Bam. And I go, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, cool. How well, is it? Wait, wait. Before she even said how was it, right when she told you, what did you feel like? Um, you know, like a roller coaster, like a little, you know, just like my, like my stomach. Yeah. Like a punch in the stomach like, kind well, of feel. Yeah. But it was weird because I wasn't jealous. Like I'm a very jealous boyfriend. Uh huh. Like I, I have big trust issues and I usually think that most girls, like I create illusions in my head about like, like that they're like going out to take the garbage out and they're fucking, they're guy fucking down by the garbage, uh-huh. you know, yeah. like you ever see six feet under. Yeah. Remember when she just left the door open yeah, for those two dudes? And it's like, what? Yeah, it was really bad. So, But no woman is that crazy yeah. that we've ever met. I mean, we I've know she's... I've never met a girl like that. Yeah. And, but in my head, I'm still very jealous. But I wasn't jealous. It was so bizarre to be like such a jealous guy and then to have your wife say, like, I fucked another guy and to have no jealousy. Well, so what was it? Competitive? What was the gut punch? Just, I, just the realization that, like, I, I hadn't dealt with it. Like, I hadn't even thought about it. I didn't think she was going to get to fuck a guy that easily. Did you when you when you had the talk of like let's fuck other people? Yeah, was it mo- mostly in your head like I'm gonna get to fuck other people and like slightly like oh yeah I guess you will too, but mostly about you? 
Well, she was always kind of like a sex nerd a little bit. Like she was like, she just isn't like a like a hypersexual person or like, okay. like I just didn't think she could pull what I wanted to pull. Like I wanted to have sex with sorority girls and like you know I wanted to go out there and like have like epic heroic sex with yeah. like very young women who you know I, mean, I just wanted to have like Hollywood sex like what I envisioned it <laughs> coke parties yeah and, pool and she wanted to have like her sexuality was always so much more grounded and like I want to be like this fantasy of like I'm a cheerleader and you're like the football star and it's like I in real life want to go fuck the cheerleaders for, I want to go fuck like a Lakers girl you know like yeah. I, I just want to have like debaucherous Sex. sex crazy just sex yeah and that was never how she was to me like she just the only time she was ever super sexual was when she was wasted so i just figured like she ain't gonna go crazy she ain't gonna go crazy but anyways so she's she says she's fucking this dude she says she has feelings for him whoa and she That's says the problem right away yeah, yeah go ahead and then she's like um i've been you know kind of talking to him all week and like like i've been kind of talking to him about us and like and I was like, it's fine. Like, it's it's fine. I'm fine with it. Like, that's okay. Like, you... Were you, you went- serious? Or were you lying to yourself? No, I was serious at this point because it was like, I wasn't mad about anything. And also, I was kind of still like, this is going to be bumpy. Like, we got to figure this out. Yeah, sure. It's not going to be a smooth ride. No. Even when I... Even when I, I had a... That relationship was really good. But every once in a while, she'd be like, um, yeah, I, I, I did it with somebody. Or I'm going to do it tonight. I have a date. I'm probably going to sleep over there yeah. tonight. It's like a pang of jealousy. Just yeah. like a little bit. I compared it once to Duncan is like when your favorite college basketball team loses in like the first round of the yeah. NCAA when yeah. they should have gone to Sweet Eight, Final Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. But like it'll pass. It's not the biggest deal, but it just feels a little negative. And then you're like, oh, whatever, whatever. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's just, it, it's one of those things that you can like, it hurts, but you can shake it. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, I, um, um, she told them about you. I mean, everything was like she was like very above board because she's trying to do this like ethical slut open relationship. But open. we talk about who we fuck. Yeah, we have other. We have like girlfriends and boyfriends. Yeah, I didn't want that at all. You just wanted someone to set to fuck. I wanted to be Don Draper, and I still think this is the best way to go. By the way, yeah, I'm still kind cheating. Of, I just think not cheating necessarily, but like if you're gonna if you need something else sexually. And you can either lie to yourself or, I don't know, like, I just, it seems so much more healthy just to not have it be in the open. You know I what thought I mean? of doing it that way. We're just like, because, uh, I, you know, I just don't, I'm just against monogamy. I just like, it's just, I have other urges. So why are we trying to fight that? It's like, obviously we have, and 70% of men cheat. So why are we trying to live a, a, a story that, that's not real? Well, I think they say 85% of successful marriages have been so cheating. Have, have cheating in them. Yeah. So it's like, you know, everybody's fucking somebody else at yeah. some point but so then it's like let's just do it that way wait what were we just talking about well anyway so she's like having this relationship with this kid and we're back for this week oh yeah i know and it's because it's because if they get upset then it's like almost like cheating is the better way to go maybe yeah. that i've never done that but i'm like maybe i'll just have a girlfriend and just cheat a bunch yeah just be below board and i mean it's just like eating a bunch of cake you're going to feel horrible eventually. I guess so. All these guys are like, I can never live with myself. I'm like, really? You're the one guy who can never live with himself? I think you'd be guess fine. guess what? Everybody says that and you compartmentalize. Yeah. I think you... I, I did cheat on... I've cheated on one girlfriend and it was really rough. Yeah. But it was like... Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I had some nightmares. Where did you really? I had like guilt nightmares. Ooh. 
Um, it's about as bad as I can get. But it was because I needed to break up with her, and instead of breaking up with her, I just started cheating on her because I thought that was going to be like the thing that pushed me into breaking up with her. Anyways, uh, she's dating this guy, and I'm like, notice that she's like dating him. Like she's going on dates while I'm in town. Like she's going out, going to dinner with him, spending the night at his house, and then coming home and being my wife. And it's just weird. Like yeah. I don't like it. Like it's like she's like talked about her day already with somebody else. You know, she's like done all this shit. Yeah. And I just was like, I don't like this. Like I don't like. First of all, I'm can't get laid because I'm trying to go out there and I'm just trying to fuck and every girl can smell that stink on me like I could pay a prostitute and she would still be like dude you're way too you you want this too much really Uh, I just I just because then at that point it's like a little competitive too you know it's like I can't be the guy that can't get laid oh right so I'm better looking than her no uh, are you I don't know maybe yeah I'm gonna say yeah I'm gonna go ahead and claim that one she might be more talented than I am but uh, I'm better looking than her. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, so I was like, look, this has to stop. And that's just when it started to unravel. She was like, I don't want to stop. And I was like, uh-huh. you're having a relationship with somebody else. And she was like, you know, just kind of like felt like it turned into that kind of bratty diva-ish thing, which would always been a problem was that she felt basically like whatever she wanted, she deserved. And she wanted to date this guy. Who was the guy? Was someone you knew? I didn't know him. He was like a tw- he's like a twenty three or twenty four year old improviser at UCB. He's like on a Herald team, oh. and she's into the improv community as well as stand up. I but, love um, improv. It's my favorite. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually do like like really good improv, but it's the problem is is that that's like five percent of it. It's so um, such a small percent of it. Yeah, it's everyone like, else is just trying to learn, figure it out. It's like going to a museum, and half of the paintings are like artists learning to le- paint. Um, Art school. But anyway, so. Um, and I still wasn't jealous. I was just like, look, I don't like who I am as a guy that's married. And I don't like sharing you with all these other guys. And also... One other or was all these other? Well, there would have been eventually other right, guys. Because right, right. she wanted to be completely open. And she said, look, I don't think I want monogamous relationships for the rest of my life. And I said, I do. You do? Yeah. And a lot of that was because you weren't getting laid. No, but I think more than anything, in the long run, it's like, I don't like being a hunter. Like, it brings out my worst side. It brings out, like, you know, it's like, when you're sing, it's almost better to be, like, a single guy as a comic. Yeah. Because you can be out late, and you can be selfish, and you can be, you know what I mean, so on and so forth. Yeah. But I didn't like what... Um, you would become... Yeah, she's pretty. I couldn't tell Coco. if she was a dude or not. Um no. That's Isn't it weird some when chicks. some some lady is like so hot that you're like, is that a dude? Yeah, like you've done yourself up too much. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. She's got nice boobs that you can never tell. I mean, that that billboard, I don't know if it came that way, that RuPaul yeah. billboard. Oh, I don't think I saw it. Oh, I mean, that's she's hot. Who is it? RuPaul. Oh, yeah. But that's a 60-year-old man who's it's a hot so woman. It's so weird to think that she's still got, like, she's been working since we were children. Mm-hmm. Like, well. Yeah. The most successful drag queen, probably. I can never, it's, it's almost never that I'm tricked by, I can't tell. Um, Oops. But, uh, Is it anyways. Case? Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so we, um, we kind of like fought and like went into our therapist. And she and, was like, I don't want to, and you, you did couples therapy? 
Yeah, we'd been doing couples therapy the whole time. And really? our couples that we didn't tell our couples therapist about the open relationship. Why would you it, not tell her that? It was just so stupid. It was like, cuz uh-huh. like we clearly didn't want to be married anymore after like 6 months we like didn't like each other. We didn't like being married. Why try to save it? Cuz we didn't realize that. We yeah. didn't realize how stupid the whole thing had been. And you could just be like, "Hey, let's just finish this." And then it was just kind of like we went to Rory Scovel's wedding mm-hmm. and then just had the conversation there that was basically like we, like I would go and I would be part of the wedding and then I would run back to my hotel room and I'd be like are you fucking kidding me we just got married and then I'd be like I guess we're getting a divorce and I'd go cry in like a CVS parking lot yeah she wasn't really that <laughs> upset about it because <laughs> this is pre-open marriage no this is open marriage okay okay this is open marriage like this is the end how long did it stay before you guys got divorced before you called it how four weeks it? five four weeks. weeks of her fucking this other guy yeah and then she went back to him. The second she stopped, she cut it off. She said, "Okay, fine, I'll stop." It. I had to have her talk to her mom to realize what she was doing was wrong, because I was like, "Look, like we said, open relationship. We didn't say you get to have another boyfriend and you get to like. We didn't talk about this stuff. And also, you got to talk about it. We just didn't talk about it. And you know, she's just an only child, and she felt like i think she also made a decision that she didn't want to be accountable for any of her feelings Mm -hmm. like she never wanted somebody to tell her like like you're being an asshole to me oh and so it was very easy like right now she had this thing where she was like i could stay married and work on all these things or i could be single self-sustainable fuck whoever i want to not have to be accountable not have to split anything hi becky and uh we called it you called it I moved out a couple of weeks later and wow, been like bouncing around apartments around LA and New York. She had said like, okay, let's talk about the rules. And was like, well, I do want to like, I want to like have a, a, like a quick boyfriend or two here or there. Like a, you know, a three month relationship. I think I could have wrapped my head around it, but she was so indignant about it. Right. Like she was so like, like I deserve this. Well, and that's the way it's going to be. You, so yeah. sorry. And, yeah. uh, you gotta be more understanding. You gotta be understanding of like, this is weird for people, so you really have to like talk them through it. Like, well, I'm definitely going to be doing this, but like, here's why, and yeah. why it doesn't affect you and my feelings for you. And also, you know, I think like, I mean, I think there's some open relationships that work, but I think what I wanted is I want a marriage and I want a family and I want. But you're still going to have those same feelings of wanting to blow other urges, people. But it's like, why don't we like? either have a conversation where we accept that this type of stuff is occasionally going to happen yeah. and we don't really need to talk about it. Like, occasionally I'm going to go on the road and there's going to be a blonde 25-year-old that wants to drain my balls. Yeah. Why wouldn't you let me have that? <laughs> Hi, Taurus. Yes, I am a comedian. Hi. Jesus, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> my name's Ari. This is weird. Is my name's Ari. This is Andy Haynes. Hi. We're both comedians. It's not really picture moments, guys. You're going to show these to your friends. They're going to be like, what is this? <laughs> Listen to this podcast, you guys. Yeah, let's get It's really good. Nine. Go to Libsyn. Bye. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I mean, I, like, I don't think an open relationship is necessary. Like, I think there's so much obvious benefits to it, like, especially with, like... Relief of tension. Well, and also, like, our modern kind of, like... We used to be monogamous because for like all these different like superfluous reasons. Yeah, also, you live in a fucking house, a, a fucking 40 minute walk to the next house. Yeah. Like it was way easier to stay at home. You were like units cheap. and yeah. shit. I, you know, I, I, I think that, but. Now we see all the people all the time and like come in contact with them and, and it's Sexuality's so hard though. I, I, I don't know how to like, 
Like, is it ever weird to you to separate, like... Love I, and sex? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's not. It's I can hard compartmentalize me, real easy. I mean, I'm, I'm good at, like, I obviously... You ever had a hooker? I've never had a hooker, but I've had a lot of girls where I had no feelings for them. Don't even know the last name. Couple, yeah. yeah. And then with those, do you start to have feelings afterwards? No, not at all. But I don't want to hang out with them anymore. I don't want to. F- I want to fuck them that one time and, and then, then get out of there. I don't want to be around them. I'm not really looking to socialize at all. Yeah. And um, oh, she saw it. That's weird. I don't know who that um, is. I think it's an AA meeting in here sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be good. I need to go to AA. Um, <laughs> That'd be great. I, no, I've been <laughs> needing to. Like I've been meaning AA to go to an AA meeting because yeah. I'm an alcoholic and I don't go to meetings anymore. Um, Sorry. You still struggle? Um, I don't struggle with drinking, but like I've been trying to lay off pot and I've been smoking it every day for like just so long. So you realize um, you're powerless. What? You realize you're powerless? You're like, I've been trying to stop and I can't. That means, oh, I guess I'm addicted. But I don't feel like that. I mean, like alcohol is another, like if you're powerless over alcohol, it's like you take a couple of drinks and then all of a sudden you're a wreck. It's like if I smoke too much weed, like... I don't write jokes, but I don't also, like, crash my car or fuck yeah. my friend's girlfriend. You just go to sleep early. Um, sorry. It's okay. Um, and then... So... Yeah. But I feel like... I, you know, like, I don't want to say that, like... I, I think, think when there's... people set up rules, too, it becomes, like, all about the rules you set up and not about what you really like and what you really can handle and what you can't handle. Yeah. It just becomes, like, well, that's the rule we set up. We have to... Yeah. And I think, you know, like, I, I, I just think there's something beneficial. I do think there's something beneficial to, like, that, like, I don't think, I, I don't ever want that relationship where I'm talking to my wife about her lover. Yeah, you don't want to go the other way, where that, that way totally, where they're just so casual about their open relationships. And it's like, dude, are you guys weird swingers? Yeah, that's gross to me. Yeah, it's gross. Like, I think that there's something like... It's gross. Why don't, like... Yeah, I share my wife. She shares me. And it's like, so don't talk about it. Have some class. I think, like, the sex, like, the carnal sex thing, it's almost like shitting. I hate to diminish sex. Okay. But yeah. it's like, we have this thing. It's an urge. It's like a... I mean, you obviously have to shit. You don't, like... But it's our biological imperative. It's a biological imperative. Seat. We've been programmed to fuck. And so it's like, like shitting. Like, I know my girlfriend shits I don't need to see her shit she doesn't need to tell me about her shit yeah so like if if I was gonna be in an open relationship it would be like hey like we're humans like we both have these things like right now I'm in a relationship where the I'm totally satisfied yeah. and I'm it's new so who knows like I don't know what it was but like I, is this I, your first relationship since you broke up yes oh wow I had like about three months of just like you know fucking anything that would and you would yeah so how come you could do it there but you couldn't do it when you were in open marriage is it just because because I, I think what it was really was that i wanted a good marriage i didn't want to have this marriage that was like subpar and then an open relationship oh right yeah and i think that's what you really got to have you got to have a relationship i think a you got to start in the kind of open loose area because that's such a weird adjustment to be like we're monogamous perfect for like four years and then like all of a sudden it's like also we fuck other people it's like such a new definition and then also i think you have to have a really fucking solid relationship and i think no matter what open marriage or not open marriage all relationships take a whole lot of fucking humility and work yeah and we weren't willing to, like we were if trying to do the work yeah then we were trying to use an open relationship as a patch for an already hemorrhaging relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel maybe like open relationships should be more like um, 
the way I like to talk about God. Where yeah. It's like, I'm an atheist, but like, I just don't even want to talk about it. Like, I don't believe. Yeah. And I, obviously I think you're just misguided if you do, but like, it's a, it's a pointless endeavor to even talk about. I think it's just yeah. like, do bears talk? Like, no, they don't. Well, let's not have discussions about it. Yeah. It's the same shit where it should be like, yeah, I mean, we're just not going to commit like to monogamy, but yeah. you don't like commit to non-monogamy. You just stay. I mean, I, I think that didn't sound like you know, the sense. people that get away with open marriages or can make them work, um, I think you got to be pretty, like, not insensitive, but like you got to have thick skin yeah, and you got to be cool skin. and laid back. I think some of it too is you got to reassure the other person, like, I'm still in this with you. Yeah. Because they are going to get that, like, is it a competition? It's like, are you more in love with that guy or that girl than me now? I mean, how the fuck, though, do you, like, make your wife feel sexy? After you have sex with like a beautiful, like let's say you're 40, you're in an open relationship, your wife is 40, and then you're like coming down here to do these gigs, and like you're sleeping with some girl that's like 23 year old sorority girl, 23 year old sorority girl, and she like knows shit from the internet that your wife will never do, will never never do, like she just does magic stuff to your body and butthole, yeah, and then you're like that was fucking amazing. I think you can't talk to her. Yeah, it's just it when the people make it a comp like a competition or a comparison then it's like yeah you'll never win that but it's like you're gonna be that 40 year old anyway yeah if you're not fucking anybody else and you're still gonna be just as unexcited by her lack of blowjobs or her fucking melting body yeah (laughs) but like i don't know so go have some fun somewhere else but you're still in love with her yeah so maybe just keep reassuring it's like yeah if there's a competition you're gonna lose but guess what she's gonna lose to life yeah At, at 40 at 50 at 60 you're not an attractive woman anymore yeah. You only have good insides. And you have way better insides because you've grown as a person. I, yeah, and I, you know, I think like, uh, I think that overall, um, that's what I, like I think with every relationship it takes work. So that was like the unfortunate thing about my marriage falling apart was that like we both just stopped working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was like, I think that the relationship was salvageable because at one point it was really good. You think it was? Yeah, I mean, I think she's an inherently selfish person, but, but I think you can. I think you can navigate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm like an inherently insecure, like depressed person. Yeah, Justy Dodge and um and um. Oh, James. Yeah, are they Harris. open? No, but um, she's a crazy person. Yeah, that's just something he has to navigate. Yeah, that she'll throw a plate at him once a week <laughs> because you know she's like buy everything. You know, <laughs> I really like them. Yeah, they're great, but like he, that's funny. He, can't, he has to work at that. Yeah, or it just won't work. And then she hates his lack of uh, emotion sometimes. But she just has to deal with that. I mean, I think it's... What is it? It's, it's hard because you, like... I don't know. You just gotta, like... It, I don't know. Right now, like, I'm kind of in a weird place, though, because, like, I'm in a new relationship, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know if relationships make sense. Right. Or... Yeah. Like, I'm still figuring that out. Yeah, they do make sense on one level. I mean, companionship. Companionship is great. And also, like... There's something amazing, like, when you have a great time with somebody, you, like, laugh and, like, all that stuff, and then you can also have sex. Yeah. Like, that's... That's awesome. That's your best friend in the world. But the other sex with, the, with some other girl... Yeah. ...doesn't take away from that. doesn't have to, anyway. I wonder, but does it take away because... No, it doesn't. Because, well, like, I mean, you're not only going to them for sex. You don't need them for sex. But you still keep coming back to them because of that companionship, and hopefully the sex will still be good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that... I had to find it refreshed me sexually with her, where I was like... Oh, that's what most people say. And I was like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? Because yeah. I wasn't like, oh, I was going to be here all the time. 
I'd come home and I'd be like, man, I want to fuck. Just because it's some sort of different. It's like, I mean, everyone compares to food, but it's like, it really is like having the same food all the time. It can be great. It's just you want just garbage spaghetti once in a while. It's like, uh, yeah, like I used to work at a summer camp and yeah. you'd get sick of that food. Yeah. But yeah. then you'd go out for a couple of days and you'd be you off camp. Again. And then you fucking wanted fish sticks and peas. Yeah, you know, sticks, you were like, yeah. I want that shit. That's what your wife is. Your wife's pussy is fish stick and peas. Oh, sorry, wives. <laughs> um, but no, I, you know, like I'm, I'm not like I'm not somebody who's an opponent of open relationships. Yeah. But I don't think a it's easier. And B, I don't no. think that... Um, There's just different work. I don't think that it goes along with, like, if you want, like, a normal kind of, like, what do you call it? Like, stereotypical marriage. I don't think that those two go hand in hand. No, not a stereotypical marriage. But the things that people give me as reasons why it won't work, well, if you want to have a family, I'm like, okay, you can still do that. I think you can still you do want. that, but I just think, like, like, so your wife, when you guys were open, she would say, like, I have a date. Yeah. And you would go, okay, cool. Did you feel the urge to get laid that night? No. See, it seems like you guys were so cool with each other. I got laid first, I think, and then she was a little competitive for the first like six months or so. Yeah. Did you fight it all in those six months about like? We never fought. Really? A little bit towards the end, and I realized we were fighting because we were friends and we were trying to be more than we were. And then we you just seem like, like a not fighter. Apart. I'm not a fighter. You're a shutdown, right? Oh yeah. If, That's some, what if, I am. if a guy is like yelling at me, I'm just like, great, you win, whatever. I don't want to yeah. talk about it. You're yelling at me. I'm not. I'm not in this. How clo- how quickly till you punch them in the face? Are you ever the guy that punches them no, in the I face? No, I rarely punch anybody in the face. That was like some young shit with Bobby. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was oh, yeah, that was that was me being rageful. That's the like the only guy I really ever punched. But <laughs> I feel like times. if I punch somebody, I'm new to the store. Yeah. But if I in the next 10 years if I punch it's going to be here. Oh yeah, this is, well this place allows it. <laughs> I mean, nobody even cared. I was back the next day, no one was people were talking about it, it was a fun topic of conversation, yeah. but <laughs> no one was like, dude, what the fuck? It's my friend. Yeah. I mean, nobody. Um, I like it here. I like that kind of weird. Dude, it's great. Here's why I like this place better than the improv all the time. Because, at least in the old days, when you're at the improv, people are like, oh, I've met Andy Haynes. He's really funny. He's a really funny comedian. Meet my manager. Whatever it is. Yeah. It's always that. And there's never a point to be like, hey, Andy, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Guess what? I don't like you. Why don't you get the fuck out of our conversation? Yeah. But here, that can happen. All the time. So when you do have a, rela- a conversation that's nice, you're like, well, this is real because we can be mean. Yeah, like we're always, everybody's given the option to tell somebody to fuck off. Yeah, so that yeah. if you're not doing that, it's because you don't want to. Yeah. At the improv or wherever else, it's like you just can't. So I don't know if it's real or not. I, uh, this place is awesome. I fucking love it. And it's funny because it's like I started hanging out here when my marriage fell apart and then I got past like two months later. Oh, really? Um, nice. <laughs> Nice. So it's been like a good second home. And I mean, it almost was like, I, I think there was a couple nights where I almost like slept here because I was asking uh, Stephanie if I could sleep at her house and she would let me because she knew that I would have like <laughs> kicked her door in. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, you I know. Sleep with you I, be oh, you don't drink. That's all right. I, I honestly, I think that, uh, I think that overall though, that like when I look at what, you, what I feel like was best for me if I was going to have a marriage where I decided for it to be open again is I would just lie. Just lie. Like, I've been watching a lot of Mad Men. Yeah. And I think that if you can take... If you can rationalize... I think the best possible thing is, hey, sometimes, babe, I'm going to slip up and there's going to be girls. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything. Like the Spanish model. Of like, you'll get mad at me, but it'll be over in like a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
like I just want you to know I love you I love you more than anything there's the reason like why I'm having kids with you yada 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 but sometimes I'm gonna fuck up and sometimes you're gonna fuck up and we're just gonna fuck up but like let's not let's not make it like it, all or not, nothing let's the like, end of it let's not like make a like a warning system on the wall for how much we're gonna fuck up let's just deal with things as they come and right. I kind of see that as like um oh sorry uh you know what I mean like I like I like the idea that like we're all fucking animals yeah we all have urges but we don't like that I come from this world where everybody wants to fucking talk I, I come from Seattle yeah. my sister is like a lesbian therapist like you know like I'm just like I don't like talking about all this shit like it's at a certain point it's like there's something cathartic about like hey you know what I don't like you go fuck yourself you're fine but go fuck yourself right and then like that's it yeah like you don't need to like be like when you said that to me like it hurt me oh yeah you know I don't want to do that shit like talk it out and fix it you're like no it's not fixed fuck you fuck you just fuck you but also like me and you could like get into something where I was like you know what fuck you Ari and then a week we, later we'd be fine we'd be fine yeah. it's like we didn't need to just, like sit there and have like we didn't need to go to like a smoke lodge and like paint each other's <laughs> yeah. faces yeah. for it to be okay yeah my sister um, is like this therapist and she like constantly like talks about her childhood how our parents were kind of like they were like a little complacent a little lazy like a little bit of, out to lunch they didn't do a great job of like building self esteem yeah. But she wants to like, she wants to like pick it apart, and it's like, fucking. We're For what? 30, to what end? You're 35 years yeah. old. Like, what are you hoping to accomplish? You want to make mom feel bad? She's fucking a pre-diabetic. Like, <laughs> she already feels horrible. Her heel doesn't work. Um, heel doesn't work. She's got plantar fasciitis, oh. like chronic plantar fasciitis. Did you get mad at the guy she was dating? No, I met him actually the other day too. It was really? so funny. Me and Esther were in Trader Joe's in Silver Lake. Esther's 23, yeah. but she's 24 now. And then she turned around the corner, my wife and her uh, oh. her boyfriend. Yeah. And so it was face to face. It was me and my younger girlfriend and her and her younger boyfriend. And, uh, <laughs> and the by first- the way, hold on. All the girls are like, ah, they get mad at me for dating younger, go- younger girls. Uh, I got an email once from this girl. I was like, you know, I was really mad at you. And then I tried dating a younger guy. And it's awesome. It's great. They're full of life. They, you get to know everything. Like oh yeah, about pop culture, everything. like what's going on in the world. But no, also you get to like they ask you things like what's a t- what's the taxes. <laughs> oh, you get to know everything too. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. You just know yeah, things. Like they're like, oh, how so would smart. I book a plane ticket? And you're yeah, like, I got this. Let me tell you, I'm 34 years old. <laughs> I know how to do insurance. Yeah. Um. But uh, so you met. You- so it's like face to face, and I turn and I just said, "Oh look, we brought our kids to the grocery store." <laughs> and then I shook his hand and I was like, "Hey man, like I mean, he never did anything wrong. I mean, he knew no. that I was unhappy about the situation, about the ongoing relationship. But he was like, I mean, if a girl comes to me, I'm if let's say I'm single and she's like, I'm married, but my husband's cool with me fucking other guys. I'm not gonna ask." The husband, the husband for yeah, approval. Yeah. yeah, she said, "Cool, fine." And if she's lying, it's her fucking problem. Then she's already got a bad relationship. Yeah. So, so that was cool. That's cool. That's cool. I met a guy I was cheated on with afterwards, and I was like, "Hey, I didn't know where I knew him from." And then it hit me. I was like, "Oh, uh, I just went back to the bar. Like I just turned Wait, left." He cheated on. He fucked your girlfriend, or you? Yeah, fucked he his- fucked my girlfriend. Yeah, and then I yeah, but it was like, what am I going to get into it? He has the same taste in girls I do. That's not his fault. I mean, and also, it's like all... It's like... If it's your friend who does that, if it's like your best friend, 
and then he fucks your girlfriend. It's like, dude, you knew. I mean, you were you. You should be looking out for my feelings. You're my friend. But at the same time, it's like I and even I disagree with what I'm about to say because, yeah. like, in heart of hearts. But it's like sex. It's so weird that like. As a guy, right? Like, as a single guy, you're like, I want to fuck a girl, right? Yeah. And you would fuck almost any attractive girl. It's like, yeah. that would be... So, and it wouldn't, like, your heart wouldn't melt for her, and you wouldn't, like... Like, as soon as she left, you wouldn't be like, where did my love go? I mean, that... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like jacking off. Yeah. That's what the need for sex is. It is. With guys. And you just happen to be doing it with somebody else. And then, occasionally you do it with this person who you have a great relationship with. It's like... Obviously, the factor is like the relationship. It's not that sex. The sex can be great, and then that can make the relationship stronger. But it's so weird to me that we've like the relationship is about how much you like them. We've tied relationships to this like animal need. Yeah, it's very bizarre. It is weird. It's very it is bizarre. Weird. Yeah, because that is just an urge. I think it's you know there's some benefits to it. I don't think it's good for kids to have. I think I think it is good for kids to have a mommy and a daddy who love yeah, each other. Sure. That's great for self esteem. Who should love each other? Yeah. And then, um, you can, yeah. I also think it's probably help. great for like just health reasons. Like yeah, as a they girl, have disease, and they're always gonna like, yep, yeah, sure. That's there is more risk. There's disease, but and that's not the real problem that anyone really has. There's only one real disease, though. Let's be Herpes. honest. No AIDS. No, nobody gets AIDS. But I'm just saying, like, who the fuck cares if you like? Oh right. Half the people we know have herpes. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you really like, do you walk around thinking Dan of Mintz, them? Dan Mintz said, like, I just wish everyone would get it so then it wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, anymore. exactly. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, it's like, do you think, like, you have a couple friends, I'm sure, that have herpes, right? One in four. So if comedians has to be like one in two. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, like, do you walk, like, when you think of them, are you like, oh, this person with this disease? No, like, you go fucking. Girls. No. No, you think of, like, Bill and sometimes Bill's dick gets a bump on it right right and a oh, bummer and if you started crying about it you'd be like fucking wipe your pussy dude like shut up and get out of here yeah but aids you know you're gonna fucking die or you're gonna be skinny and i don't know yeah like, aids is worse but nobody gets that's what i'm saying it's yeah. just like so realistically it's like herpes and pregnancy are like the two things you have to worry about oh yeah my friend had that where he found his wife found out that he had a baby with somebody else oh really like, during their and that was that was a trouble man for the relationship what you know about the Steve Nash thing, right? No, Steve Nash, the ba- basketball, basketball player. player. Yeah, he was in Phoenix, top of the world. His wife's giving birth. His wife is like a video girl. She's like a hottie, and black the baby, baby comes up black. Yeah. Oh, and it was uh, Jason Richardson's. No, his teammate had been fucking his wife. What is? It? I'm hearing more and more about this. A guy fucking the assistant coach's wife. Like, what is this? Yeah. What is? What are you doing, wives? I mean, but do just you, don't fuck someone else on his team. Do you? You're think, hurting his livelihood and his career. Yeah, and his legacy. Now he's got to leave the team because it's too weird. Well, that guy doesn't play basketball anymore. I don't think Richardson. I mean, I think Maybe. he does, but I think he basically got like it's like the equivalent. A lot of, of times like, they get traded after that. Like he got traded, and then like uh, nobody wants to work with a guy like that because it's like you can't. I mean. You're yeah, just you're a like, dickhead. Well, stats, why can't we have this guy? It's like, stats don't tell the whole story. Yeah, he's going to make the locker room a fucking mess. That's he's a lot gonna... of it. That's why Sean Kemp never went anywhere they could win, because he was a fucking cancer in a locker room. Yeah. I mean, and I'm from Seattle. Yeah, like... you know him. He was great. Yeah. And he was spreading his feet everywhere. Kids. 13 kids. Yeah. But, like, here's the deal. There's the one rule we have with open relationships. Well, a few rules. But it's like, don't bring it back to the apartment. But yeah. that could be like, look, if I'm on the road, you got nowhere else to go, we can, we can make do. But let's try not the apartment. Yeah. But with, when it's with people you know... Like we're, you're gonna get us into more trouble. We're gonna. This is gonna be problematic. When you fuck a teammate, 
a fucking teammate's wife. It's just like, dude, nah. Well, now here's the rest my, of the teammates have to look at you weird. I think this is like kind of like one of my biggest hangups with the whole thing is it's, and I also think that like LA seems too big to say no nobody in LA. Yeah, that's too. But like, don't you feel like if you okay, <laughs> if you got in another relationship, yeah, and it was with a girl who had like, you know, fucked a few guys. The the problem I always have with it is that I know those guys aren't thinking like we had a great night together. Those guys are thinking, I fucked your girlfriend. If they know you. I fucking had it, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if it's like a guy you don't really like or something. That's what they're they're not really thinking that, you're still thinking they're thinking that. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like when you're in an open relationship, it's like you're, there's like understandings. But when a guy fucks your wife, he's saying, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple guys that hit on my wife when we were in open marriage, and they knew it, but it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like... Are you sure I'm going to be okay with this? Like, you, you don't know me that well. <laughs> Did like, you have rules? Yeah, not in the apartment. <clears throat> okay. Um, nobody we know. or we have, to, we have to run people we know by each other. Yeah. You know, if our friends start coming on to me, it's like, hey, what do you, you think Did you fuck of any of her friends? Mm-mm. I didn't really know that many of her friends. She knew way more of my friends. Did she fuck any of your friends? No, she fucked a guy I knew. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. And then I called her like an hour later. I was like, hey, I thought I'm not, this is bothering me. I'm not okay with this. Yeah phone was off she was already going through with it before what her phone was off she was already going through with it she was like in whatever the apartment oh she was gonna go fuck it yeah so it was like she just didn't and it was like i just dealt with it and then it was fine it was like more painful but then it was over in like a few couple days yeah the pain did you do things like you know like it's fucking you up like were you like so she comes home and you're like okay so obviously you fuck this guy like were you like i'm mad at you and like I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like chill for a little bit. Like, how did you deal with it? How did no, you navigate it? No, I would say I'm mad at you. It's like, oh, it's just like pain, sort of painful for me. One, one time she came home. I think they went to that hotel there, and then she came home in the morning, and man, I was turned on. I was like fucking bonered up because you wanted to like. It, that's a just a biological thing. It's men compete for sperm domination i guess just it's in me you wanted to like, was like oh, show that you fuck. could fuck you I, not mentally i didn't think that but just like carnally in, in my it carnally yeah. Yeah. yeah but it was just like what are you t- and then she was taking a shower and i was like getting in there and fucking in the shower to the point where she was sore she's like i just fucked like <laughs> last night all night so it's like i can't but she wouldn't she wouldn't stop me she knew yeah are you guys still friends she's into jesus now uh yeah that's worse that's way worse that's worse than AIDS. sermons and shit and so it's like, come she, on, Alan, stop Jew? it. No. Christian. That's good. Um, it's weird. It's really weird to me when stand. a Jew turns Christian. Oh, yeah. That's like, well, what like, happened? So going back to religion, but a different one? Yeah. It's either do you believe uh, or A not. less cooler one. Yeah, less cooler. Well, Andy. Yeah. This was interesting. Yeah, man, I had a good time. Do you have more stuff to add about it? Uh, I'm trying, I'm to, trying think. to think. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, I feel like overall, like, I don't want to say that I'm against open relationships, yeah. but I think that the amount of work they take to like, like a plant, what's that called? Like nurturing and uh-huh. kind of that I would rather just try to work on having a good relationship. Yeah. Like I'm not besmirching it, but it's like, that's, I think, I think an open relationship exists within a good relationship or a good relationship that's chill. Also, it's like, how many times you're going to do it? My thing is if you have a husband and wife. Yeah. And the hu- one of them, doesn't matter who, gets an urge. Let's say the wife, to make it easier on people. Yeah. Let's say the wife gets an urge with a guy. The guy's like being nice to her. 
a lot of times what I'll see is she'll be like, well, this guy's getting me flowers. He's not taking me for granted because guess what? When you're with somebody for two, three years, you don't get them flowers every yeah. week. Like, yeah. You do start taking them for granted a little bit. You don't say I love you as much as your first two months. You just can't. That's you don't, a natural You don't do evolution. sweet things. You don't yeah. set up the surprises. Here or there, but yeah. very, much more rarely. So a new guy comes in and she goes, well, this is exciting. Yeah. This is fun. So without the open relationship, you would have to then break up with the husband to try to explore this thing that very well might fizzle out in two months. Yeah. Probably will. Or you can just explore it, be like, well, that was fun, and uh, this guy's kind of immature, and then leave, and then you still maintain your awesome relationship that you already have. Because you've got to explore it. Or try with a girl yeah. and get turned down. If you tried with Simbari and it made you feel like more of a man, and she's like, no, we're not doing this, you still are more of a man for having tried. Yeah. But if you're not allowed to try, even if you're not fucking, just the trying is, makes you feel like more of a winner. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I, it's, it's like Why would you uh, take that away from me? That power to feel like a winner. I, I think it is. It's like one of those things. It's like, um, it's like Christianity or it's like antiquated. Like this yeah. idea that like... I, I think that you're evolved in your thing, but I don't know how to separate this. Like, this like the I fact used to not. I used to want to make out with a girl. Goes well. I love you now. Like yeah. it was just. And I was, I'm, I couldn't until later. I was like, "What do you mean you loved her? You didn't even know her before. Now because you kissed. Oh, and of course it's like I'm love. not even that fucked up over my divorce anymore because yeah. it's like clearly we weren't that Wasn't in love a relationship. Yeah, but it's just it's weird to me to like. That is the thing that you think about. Like, if your wife fucks another person, you're like, that's the worst thing you could possibly do. It's like, not really. Not really. Like, also, like, what if your wife, what, it, what would you do if you found out that your wife, like, fucked a guy once a year, your whole marriage for 60 years, and you had the happiest relationship in the world? Yeah. Would it be a failed marriage? Yeah. No. <laughs> not at all. At all. It'd be like, whatever. We had six exactly. great years. So it's like, I just don't want to be like a sex nerd with a book and like, I don't ever want to go to like I don't want to, I don't ever want to use the word lover. Oh yeah, that's and I that's the douchey kind of thing. I don't ever want to like taking lovers. Watch my wife have sex with somebody else. I, I, I mean, I'm maybe someday. Some guys are into that. Some guys are into cuckolding. I don't want to do it. Cuckolding. Um, I mean, do you? But like at the end of the day, I want to take a bunch of toe-headed my kids wife skiing. Wanted, wanted me to watch me fuck. Really? Yeah. So we never got to it, but she always. She, do you ever threesome? I've never had a threesome. Me either. Yeah. I heard that it's actually less, um, like, I had a friend who had a threesome. You gotta try it, though. You hear, you hear, Oh, you I mean, hear. I'm gonna, yeah. But it's not good, so it's weird, it's too much work, but you gotta eventually try it. Otherwise, you'll never know. But my friend, he had a threesome with, like, two regular girls. It was his roommates. He was living with two yeah. girls. They were in love. The two girls were, oh. like, and one of them loved him. It was, like, a weird... He said that that was okay, but my friend who hired two whores and had a threesome yeah. said it was the night of his life. Oh, really? So it's like I don't think you can really have a threesome with like two regular people because what a threesome really is is like you want to have sex with a girl while she goes down on another girl, and most girls don't want to do that. I like the idea of like when I see this in porn where two girls on either side of your penis fucking blowing you, like one does the ball, one's the. Head, I like and the like idea of one through your dick. Fucking you, and the other one's sitting on your face. Oh yeah, there's that. That's too? what seems very appealing. Feeling to me. one girl's boobs or face <laughs> while you're inside another girl, or about feeling one girl's boobs while feeling another girl's boobs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I got each hand. Like <laughs> it's like the most Mormon threesome. I'm going to China. I'm not into hookers really anymore. Once yeah. I start being able to get laid, it was like, yeah. why am I paying? It felt like paying forty dollars for a Coca Cola. Yeah, I'm like I can just get some. But Were you th- was there ever a period where you couldn't get laid? Yeah, when you start, when you don't know how to... I, did, I got laid when I was 23. Oh, okay. I lost my virginity, so I didn't really know how to, like... What did you... What were you like in college and high school? 
introverted? Uh, yeah, Shut I'm off? still pretty introverted. Yeah. Yeah, I was introverted a little bit. I had my guy in high school. I had my guy friends. It just wasn't like a. I need a good wife. Yeah, and in, in college, I had a, a girl I loved, and I kind of waited for her. And that's who you lost it to. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then even after it was here, when I was here, it was like I just didn't know how to put in the work or how to see the signs. Yeah, it's not I like you get laid like every day or anything, but but I'm not going two months without getting laid. There's no I way that's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't think I learned how to get laid until this divorce. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like the second that I relaxed and was like. Oh, people just want to have sex, and it's yeah. not that big of a deal. Calm down. Just calm down and, like, hang out, and you'll, you'll have sex with her. Just, like, don't, like, be like, when are we going to have sex, you yeah. know? Yeah, um, but I'm going to China, and I heard about lo- those crazy brothels they have, and, I, yeah. I, and I've heard the prices, and I'm definitely going to have a three-way in China with two hookers. That's where my friend did it. He did it in Singapore. He did it at Singapore. a place called the uh, oh, no, I'm going to Shanghai. Four Floors of Horrors. Four Floors of Horrors. It's a, it's a, a shopping mall. It's alliteration-wise, that's the best... It's great. Brothel I've ever heard of. Yeah. Um, four floors of whores. The four floors of whores. And what it is is it's like a shopping center and they yeah. close all the businesses. And then at night, it's just a, oh. like a, you hang out on the four floors of whores. Wow. And anyways, that's where he did it. But the funny thing was he said, he called me. He said he had a threesome. We didn't talk about it much. He like left a voicemail. And then I called him a couple months later and he was like, I asked him the details and he was like, oh, I got these two hookers. And I was like... You didn't have a threesome. Like, you did, but that's not... That's you not gotta, really. It's not the same thing. Yeah. It's well, like, you know... It's you like have to turn two girls. You have that to, kid in... Bat kid is not Batman. You know what I mean? <laughs> bat kid is not Batman. They keep trying with this bat kid. They keep giving him more P- PR stuff. The city came together. All right, enough. <laughs> when is he going to die? You said you were going to die. We had an agreement. It's we'll not let you throw the first pitch. Cute you that you're you just a die. spoiled brat now. Yeah. Yeah, what if he turns like 14 and you're like, dude, you ain't cute. Get that Batman costume off. <laughs> He's going to be so fucked up if he lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. All right, thanks, Andy. Thank you. Your Twitter address again is? I'm Andy Haynes. I'm Andy Haynes. Why was Andy Haynes taken? I think so. There's like a visual artist that he's like a stoner. Oh. Anyways. I'm a stoner. I don't know why I said that so negatively. Stoner. He like draws shit of like faces with birds in them or something. I don't know. Like, Ow. Is it hot? Yeah, it's so hot. Fucking marble. Yeah. Um, All right, Rad. Cool. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right, dude. I think she means an open relationship She says I can be so unkind All I said was Don't think twice If you've got to go, Mary, it's alright How much love can one man need? Dude, those awkward pauses to me are so fucking funny. If your show, if whoever directs it captures those types of moments, it'll be the funniest fucking thing on the TV. Awkward, like the r- yeah. real moments. Yeah, Find yourself. Real moments. Yeah. Not uh, like you're fat. No, you're fat. I, like whenever I hear those sound bites for sitcoms, I'm like, this is the worst. This thing. is so dumb. You're it's happening right now too. All the new sitcoms are because the upfronts are going this back week. to that. So no, they're, they're all like giving out their like promotional. Like this is what our show's about, and it's all just like the punchlines in it. The punchlines in a pilot are horrible, horrible because you just have to get so much exposition out. I want to um, I want to do a thing. I've been waiting for this year to come. You know how they do the ABC show, all the new shows, yeah, and they'll show little clips from it. I just yeah. want to put that on mute and just do like, oh, I'm the show about the girl. I come in and do wacky <laughs> neighbor. Okay, see, here's a show about. 
My best friend's a slut, but I'm too fat to gobble cock. Yeah. So I'm going to provide a lot of comic relief. And John Ritter. Whoever the replacement Jason, his son. No, you know who it is? The fuck? Who's the new John Ritter? The dude from Arrested Development. Jason Bateman? Jason Job. Bateman. No. Not Tony Job. Hale? No, not Tony Hale. Excuse me. The other one. The last one. The one who's Will married. Arnett. Will Arnett. They're just like, throw Will Arnett in it. People seem to like him. One after another just misses, misses. Everyone is fucking garbage, but you're like, well, maybe Will Arnett's in it. He just sold his good name that he got off fucking Arrested Development. Hey, Will, how are you, buddy? It's Steve. Good to see you. Uh, He'll do is- another good thing. Yeah, this eventually. isn't being recorded, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that was the episode, everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, the best. Don't forget to check out my link on Amazon on my website. Shop through Amazon. Wait, hit my go to ariathegreat.com and then the, hit the Amazon link and then go to Amazon and do your shopping like Tracy does. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could have bought you a boat for what she spent last year. <laughs> and if it doesn't pop up, it's because you have your ad blockers on. Um, look at Steve Simone's podcast, Good Times with Steve Simone, on iTunes and Stitcher now. Now, next week, it's either going to be, it might be David Tell. Oh, uh, Awesome not drinking anymore or if not then in two weeks i'm doing this cd with kreischer where we're going over it but then in three weeks uh jeff scott is coming on to talk about aids oh boy oh, yeah. wow. how did you do it already yeah how was it it was really good wow. really yeah yeah it was a really good one he was around at the beginning of aids yeah he there's a movie coming out on hbo the new normal it's based on that play about like that time period wow but he was a yeah God. He was just a kid, right? He was just a kid. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, it's either AIDS, Kreischer, or... No, Kreischer's definitely in two weeks. David Tell? Next week is either David oh. Tell. Or AIDS. Or AIDS. And then in three wow. weeks it will be AIDS if it's not that. Were you able to get any... Um, well, I guess... I got the- pictures of him in like these plays. Yeah, he loved... Like, yeah, that yeah. stuff but that he did in it. Cleveland. I got pictures of him as a kid, as a, like dressing up in women's clothes in <laughs> <his> parents' house. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's such a awesome. good dude. Yeah, and he had the lineup from that night with Mencia. He still has that lineup with a. He from saved the incident, all the lineups. In, you know yeah, that Mencia. This guy went up after him. I had no memory that I went up before Rogan that night. Oh really? Wow. I had no memory of that. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But oh I, yeah. I guess I just that had nothing to do with the story. Wow. Yeah. That dude really is in a lot of ways the comedy store. I don't think he gets enough credit Ooh. for what he Jeff. Oh, he yeah. brings so much to it. Yeah. Like, you know, like those OR Tuesday night spots where you're just trying to work stuff out, and he's the guy that keeps the whole show going. Yeah, he'll, he'll Ed McMahon me through some tough sets. Sometimes sometimes I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. He got it. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, thank you. Yeah, okay. there he is. Appreciate that. <sighs> yeah. But uh, so we're able good. to get something like I guess the life yeah. affirming thing is that he's alive and he's he was given like it, six months to live. I mean, I don't want to ruin Jesus. it. It was a death sentence back then. Yeah, it was a death sentence. They didn't know what the fuck that thing no. was. He remembers when they called it grids. I was starting to think what? I made that up. Grids. Yeah. What did that stand for? Gay related immune deficiency syndrome. Oh, oh my I didn't God. even know they called it that. Really? The grids. Gay? It doesn't affect straight people. It's only gay. So it's a syndrome. We got to figure it out. But let's not spend any time thinking about it. Gay related, yeah. Anyway, oh, that's a good poor one. guy. Well, That'll be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. fun to listen to. <laughs> um, thanks, <laughs> Steve Renazizi dot com, Steve some awesome Steve awesome dot Steve. com. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Harry.
Um, do you have anything to start? Yeah, the May 1st, 21st show. What? Yeah, and then I'll be at Helium with Run Is Easy. Uh, when is that? June. In June. First weekend. Yeah, go see it. You got a new hour now, right? From what's Pretty what much. I'm going to do uh, Fallon, too, I think. Oh, that's stand-up awesome. Before I go back. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do stand-up. Oh. Yeah, they asked me well, to put a cool. tape together. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? Why not? Yeah, that's so I'll cool. I'll do stand-up on The Tonight Show. Oh, it's Tonight Show now. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. With the oh, guy yeah. that I like hosting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to do that. Now it's not so lame. No. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Andy Haynes. Ari Shafir, Skeptic Tank, episode 166. Open and shut is over. Thank you guys for tuning in. Before I could say a word, she said, My name is Sandy, and this here is my puppy dog. Its name is Little Andy. Standing in the bitter cold in just a ragged dress. Then I asked her to come in, and this is what she said. Ain't you got no gingerbread? Ain't you got no candy? Ain't you got an extra bed for me and little Andy? Patty cake, a baker's man, my mommy ran away again. And we was all alone and didn't know what else to do. I wonder if Horse born to the meal Can we stay all night? If you don't love us, no one will I promise we won't cry London Bridge is falling down My daddy's drunk again in town We was all alone and didn't know what we could do We wondered if you'd let us Got an extra bed for me and